0: Yeah, that I think it was like the strategy videos that got me motivated to be like, wow, like if you apply the right strategy, then you can do this and you don't have to know everything.
1: Welcome to episode 50 of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate and in today's interview, you're going to hear me talk with Ben. I love this interview with Ben because there is just such a contrast in i guess we could say the two different sides of his cpa study process so there's the first few years where he was just putting in a lot of time and effort and then at some point he had a very specific breakthrough that led him to the second half where he passed all his sections and it was much much easier and more simple on a daily basis so i won't spoil it i will let you listen to what those breakthroughs were. But first, I just want to mention our free study training is this, if this is the first thing you've heard from us, then that is the best place for you to start. These are one hour webinars where we walk you through the main parts of our study process, including the six key ingredients that your study process needs to have so that you don't have the worst case scenario happen where you put in a lot of time and effort, a hundred plus hours studying for a section and you still go in and fail it. So knowing just what those six key ingredients are will be incredibly helpful in just helping you make sure that you're covering all your bases in your study process. So these are free one hour trainings. This is one hour that will literally save you months and months of time and frustration. To sign up for one of these trainings, go to our main site at superfastcpa.com It's the main thing on the top of the homepage. Just view the upcoming times and pick a time that works for you and then do not miss it. The other thing you can do is text the word pass now as one word, text that to the number 44222 and we'll send you a link to the training. So with all that being said, let's get into this interview with Ben. All right. So where are you located?
0: I'm in Chicago, central Time. Yep. And are you... Do you
1: work in public accounting or what do you do?
0: I do. I work for a public accounting firm. They have a full service public accounting. So audit, tax, business consulting. And I actually work for their investigative accounting group. So most of the work that I do is insurance loss valuation and litigation support. Wow.
1: Okay. And how long have you been out of school? What? Just based on your thing, you mentioned like 8 years. You've been out of school about 10 years or something?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I graduated in spring of 2012. So, like, nine years now. And I started the same firm. It was my first job out of college. I got really like heavily invested in the work. So, it was sort of like, you know, that we're a CPA firm. So, we want you to get your, your CPA. If you don't get it, it's going to be a restriction on your ability to move up in the firm. But because I was loving the work and I was basically, you know, working really long hours, it was very difficult to focus on the CPA. So I basically took a ton of attempts on various sections over the course of five or six years, didn't pass any. And then I think I passed BEC like randomly in like 2016. I just sat for it without studying and I got like a 75. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I failed like far and then I didn't sit again for like another couple years. And when my wife got pregnant, it was like shoot, I probably need to get my CPA or Maybe think about transitioning my career into something, you know, an industry where I don't necessarily need my CPA to to move up in a firm. So I found your website, I downloaded the program, and basically I use that in combination with CPA Excel, which I think is currently called like Wiley CPA Excel. But I had gotten CPA Excel like right when I graduated from college. I was like, I'm going to pass the CPA during the summer, and it was like, I mean, I didn't dedicate the time to the studying. Yeah, and what I, the way I use your program was basically, I just, when I got home from work, I'd take the train to and from work. Well, not anymore because I, because of the pandemic, I've been working from home since March, 2020. But before the pandemic, I would take the train to and from work. So I'd sit on the train and I would just do multiple choice questions. So it's like 35 to 45 minutes each way of multiple choice questions. And then every single day, like without fail, no matter what, even if I was tired, it's like, just do the questions, like even just going through the motions. And then when I would get home, if my wife wasn't home from work, she's a teacher, she's a high school teacher and she was a cross country coach. So she'd get home kind of late. I'd go for a run and I'd put my headphones and I would listen to the start of whatever lesson or whatever topic I was studying for. So I basically listened to like the first few lessons like a hundred times. Yeah. And I didn't get very deep into the audio lessons, Mm -hmm. but those like first few lessons basically cemented knowledge in my brain. And it was like subconscious when I'm sitting for audit, I just like knew stuff that I didn't even know I knew. (laughs) Like I got through the multiple choice questions on the audit section and I had crazy amount of time to work on the sims, which is really important for some of those sims because... You don't even need to know that much to pass a lot of the sims. You just need a lot of time to think through the problems and to make sense of all the data that they throw at you. So that was like a huge benefit with audit for sure, because like I ripped through the multiple choice questions. There was questions where it was like verbatim. It was like it took me five seconds to answer the question because I had s- you get used to like the language and like the sentence structure. Yeah. Which I think is like it's not necessarily accounting that you need to know. You need to know how to get used to the very wordy sentences mm-hmm. that they write out and to make sense of, like, what is the question even asking me? Yeah. And I think that that was one thing that, like, all the multiple choice questions got me just really solid in. So, yeah, I basically did that for all four tests I, and I passed all four of them. I think I started in November of 2019 and I passed my fourth test, Reg. Uh, like in February of 2020. That's awesome. Yeah. It was like a super condensed period of time. I had failed like a bunch of exams, I think probably like 10 or 12 over the course of those eight years, Mm -hmm. you know, just like thousands of dollars essentially down the toilet. So look, for me, it was a hugely valuable investment. And I think even like with reg, I was really scared because I had never taken reg. And it was my fourth test I was taking. I passed three in a row. And so I did the same thing i just listened to the audio lessons anytime i had spare time and it was like some of those rules that show up on the exam for reg like it's just locked in your brain because you've heard it 500 times at this point yeah. and so like i didn't even have to recall it it was just like right there it's like immediately you see the question it's like oh i know that one for sure i can just select the correct answer and move on so that like when you get to the sims and it they throw like all the supporting documentation at you and you have to like stare at this tiny little screen and try to make sense of stuff without dual monitors. You can do it. You have enough time. And I think that was really valuable for me.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. So when you say doing questions on the train for 45 minutes, was that... Were you using your Wiley app or was that in our app
0: or was it both? I would use Wiley app on the train because it's like a good chunk of time where I could do like two to three sets of 20 questions. Mm-hmm. And then when I would use your app for multiple choice questions, it was like if I was getting up to go to the printer. Yeah. So you know, I'm working, doing something, I got to print something out. I'm going to go to the printer. I'm just going to pull my phone out. And there are like five question exams yep. and or mm-hmm. quizzes or whatever. Or it's like, I'm going to, I'm walking to the bathroom, boom, five questions. Like, I'm going to go get up, get a cup of coffee, five questions. So, like, it would add up. The goal was to do like a hundred questions a day from your app. Okay. And then to just do multiple choice questions on the Wiley app if I'm on the train. And that way I just like had these like boundaries. It's not like I wasn't really studying like at home. I wasn't like gone. Like, you know, I would cook dinner and like hang out with my wife because like she's, She's basically, she was working like 12, 14 hour days and she was pregnant. So, like, her life was very crazy at the time. And it's like, I don't want to be just like hold up in a room, like studying and like not being present with her during the hours she is home. And this was a way to like kind of fill in like the gaps, basically. Anytime I had like idle time, that was when I would study. And that meant sometimes 30 seconds a minute. It adds up like over the course of a month. Now you've done thousands of multiple choice questions. I mean, literally, especially with, with the Wiley translated to the exam, it was almost like word for word questions. Yeah. It was like, I've seen this question 500 times. Like, I know the answer. Mm-hmm. I can move on to the next one. And like, you know, they throw some curveballs at you. But if you're even like every single test that I felt like I didn't do well on, like this time around, it was like, you know, I got like an 80. Whereas before it was like, oh, I think I did okay. And I get like a 60. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that's because I probably did really bad on the first multiple choice section. So the second one felt kind of easy too. In this case, I'm doing well on the first multiple choice question. So they start throwing the curveballs at you and they make you feel stupid when really actually you're performing a lot better. So there's like a confidence aspect to it as well that I think sometimes gets overlooked, at least for like you know first time test takers, like yeah, your confidence can be shaken, and then that might reduce the speed at which you're taking those multiple choice questions, and then you get to the sims and you're just like it just takes the wind out of sales completely right that was like a problem I ran into a couple of times, so this really helped me a lot with that
1: yeah, well, and that's another thing that doing so many multiple choice questions just kind of takes care of if you do something so much it's not something that makes you nervous cuz you've done so much
0: of it totally yeah and i didn't like feel the need to like cram or anything like in advance of the test it was like i didn't even look at my materials for like a couple days before except for reg because i think reg is was in my opinion the hardest exam cuz you just have to pack your brain with so many pieces of information mhm But the other exams, it's like, you know, the concepts, you can apply them. And like with audit, I think people see it like, oh, well, that's a pretty like heavily memorization, like intense exam. In a way it is, but in other ways, it's not. It's more just getting used to like the way the sentences are worded. Yeah. They're just all super wordy sentences. And if you've seen them a million times, you kind of just like look past all the wordiness and you get to the, like the root of the question. That was like part of your materials. If you talked about that a little bit. And the tech and I, I think I, I don't know where I got all this information it's all like blending together because it's been a year yeah covid was really crazy and like I'm still like in a weird like antisocial state because <laughs> I've been like yeah. kind of working in this like basement office for 12 months now and like probably losing my mind a little bit yeah <laughs> like everyone else <laughs> so so you bought our
1: package and everything. Did you watch the strategy videos about like how to study? And is that kind of how you changed to the question first approach and everything?
0: Yeah, that I think it was like the strategy videos that got me motivated to be like, wow, like if you apply the right strategy, then you can do this and you don't have to know everything. Yeah. Like I think that there's like a fear that I was running into when I would do the Wiley like lessons. You know, there's let's say for far, there's like 300 lessons. Yeah there's a month away from the test and I'm like through lesson 50. And it's like, Oh, like I'm, even if I work my ass off, I'm going to get to less than a hundred, which means that's 33% of the material, which means I'm probably going to get like a 30% on the exam. And like, why am I even doing this? So I just give up, yeah. you know? And I think that some of like those strategy videos kind of help get me change my mindset. And it's like, just do the multiple choice question, do as many as you can. Like, for each of the Wiley courses, I still only got through about fifty percent of the the lessons. Mm-hmm. I still did the lessons like I tried to do like one to to five lessons a day, but I didn't get through hundred percent of them ever because of all the multiple choice questions I'm doing. I'm still getting exposed to material that I didn't like take a lesson on, but like you don't need to know all the details yeah. you just need to know enough ask
1: yeah, it's such a crazy difference you know you've taken exams over the course of years and Using the traditional approach and trying to watch every lesson, use every resource in your review course, versus you go to passing all four four months, yep. and you're basically just studying from your phone largely. It sounds like yeah, just kind of doing the right things.
0: Yeah, eighty percent of the studying was from my phone. I think another thing that helped was like if I was gonna like spend time studying like on the weekends, I always would have a notebook out. I would like listen and I would just write down as much as I could that I thought was important during the course. But I wouldn't go back and like rewatch the course if I missed something, or pause it to like continue the notes to basically get that lesson verbatim. It was more just like, okay, I did the lesson now I'm gonna do the multiple choice questions. If I got some wrong, I might write some of those down and move on as opposed to like being like, oh, I got a 50% on this multiple choice test after the lesson. I probably got to redo that lesson. Yeah. It's like, no, just move, just push forward as opposed to just like dwelling on the details because it's not a work report. Like if I got a 70% on a report that I'm working on, like I would get fired. Yeah. <laughs> but 75% on the exam is perfect. hmm Right. Like if I get numbers wrong and I'm talking about something that's going to end up in, you know, in some sort of litigation action and we're making an opinion on something, you have to be exact. You have to be like confident that you're supporting what you did. With the CPA, you just have to like know some stuff really well. Mm -hmm. And you just have to like at least touch on every topic. Yeah. And the third time, it was like, I did the approach that I'm explaining to you now. And it was just sort of like, I made sure to hit each topic, but I didn't go into really any depth in any of them. I just made sure to go into depth in the multiple choice questions. So you're really learning the CPA. You're not learning like accounting. Exactly, (laughs) And it's like important. I mean, it's like, you got to jump through those hoops to like, to get the credentials. If you want the CPA, you got to do it. Like, it's just, you know, it's sort of like a form of like professional hazing is the way of sort of come to to realize (laughs) what it is
1: yes you're saying all my best tips to people is like (laughs) you're studying to pass you like you're studying to learn what you're going to see on test day you're not trying to like get to the point where you could have a career in every single one of these topics that's a totally different thing just like you just explained you guys doing your reports those have to be perfect but all these 300 topics on far for the exam. That's no, you don't need to know it that well. But that is the pressure most people put on themselves because they don't know any better. So the study process just becomes this all consuming thing that's just terrible. When, like you explained, if you just know how to study correctly, you have to put in time and they're hard, but it's not yeah. this huge ordeal.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you have to put in the time. Like it doesn't like have to be this weight like around your neck. For me, it made it easier to procrastinate when it was like, Well, I mean, it's this insurmountable thing because mm-hmm. I would have to study for three hours, you know, every day and like I'm not gonna find that test. Yep. <laughs> and so so I'll like do it eventually, but like right now I'm not doing it. And then the study tips I think really got kind of connected the the dots for me and, and made that happen. So it was
1: pretty sweet. That's awesome. Well, yeah. That's uh, another thing. I'm glad we've started doing these interviews because there's all these just awesome stories out there from our customers that, yeah, like we never would have heard of. So in the 4 months when you started passing all your sections, did you use practice sims at all in your study process? Or how did you prepare for the sims, if at all?
0: I didn't do any sim studying this time around because they take so much time, except for the like some of the simple ones. Like... Mm-hmm. Like if it's like a matching one, but like the really complex ones, which you're going to get a couple, those things from a study perspective, you're doing work. You're actually doing real work, but it's just like in a simulated environment. And it's like you're applying all the stuff that you learned. So it felt like it wasn't an efficient use of my time, Yeah, I guess. I'll put it that way. So I just didn't this time around. I mean, I think that it was necessary for me to have practiced some sims previously because they're like you have the research sims, which like you need to learn. How the like the code is structured to search it correctly to find that exact like paragraph that's the correct answer. But those questions, you should only have to do a couple of them to know how they work. Yeah, and then that should be like a freebie on the exam as long as you have enough time to find the right answer. Like that's the problem I kept running into is I would even get to like a research question. I, like I know that the answer is in the code here somewhere. But now I'm rushing. So I'm like messing up my searches. I don't have like a good approach to like the way I'm searching because I'm like, I gotta get this answer like now because like the clock is ticking down and it's a correct answer, I'll come back to it. And then I'm doing a sim and then like I run out of time. And so now I lost the freebie. I probably got a zero on the sim. And it's like that's where the crux of everything comes in with the multiple choice questions. If you can do the multiple choice questions with a relative degree of you know competence and do them really quickly. You have all the time in the world to make sure that you get the freebies yep. on the sims. So yeah, I didn't really study those much.
1: Yeah, well, I guess first of all, yes, you have to go through enough practice sims to just see how they work. You know, yeah, which you had obviously done, taking multiple sections prior, and then the day of the test, the number one thing you can do for the sims is just leave as much time as possible. Exactly. That's so much more valuable than having done a thousand practice sims during your study process
0: because they still take time even if you've done a thousand practice sims, and if you know all the material like it's actual work it's more than just like answering a question it's like here do some work it's going to take you the amount of time it takes people to do like real work Mm -hmm. and so if you don't have the time like you're not going to just be able to answer the question like unless you're like a robot or something right (laughs) yep so
1: going back to the years where you were just trying the traditional approach, and you mentioned just offhand like three hours a day. So when you would try to gear up, get ready for a section, is that what you would do? Just try to block out the three or four hours a day and just go through every lesson, or, or how did you study back then?
0: Uh, it was basically like I know I need to get through all the lessons. Like that was the first thing in my head. So the way like Wiley sets it up is they tell you like what lessons you got to do. And you know, it's like three to five lessons a day in a lot of cases, which is about ending, like, depending on how fast you work, they say a lesson might be 15 minutes, but there's so much information in it that like a lesson usually was taking like 45 minutes. Yeah. So I would like get home from work and I would start my like basically homework for the day and it would take like two to four hours to get through it all. And eventually, you know, I'd only do like some of the lessons. So then I've got like to do the one I didn't do yesterday plus the ones that are due today. And then over time it like compounds and it's like, well, I'm 15 lessons behind. Like I'm never going to catch up. Mm-hmm. Like why am I even doing this? And then it's like, then the dread sets in of like, Oh, this is a waste of time. Like, yeah, I'm not going to pass this exam because I didn't allocate enough time to do the work. But like, Oh, I got slammed with a big file at work recently. And now like I'm focusing on that because like I need, to do that first and then the CPA then just kind of gets pushed, you know, to the side. And then I go show up to the test and I wing it and, (laughs) you know, it crushes me at some point I'm feeling good. And then I run into a roadblock and I'm like, oh crap, I'm not going to pass this test. I should (laughs) have known. And then it's just like defeatist, like thinking kicks in. So like, obviously that's not the way to do it. And I know people do it the traditional way and it's like perfectly fine for them. But they I know the people, even people that I work with, they're like, Yeah, you know, I just study four to five hours every night, like when I get home. And that just it's not for me. Like I wanna get home from work and like be with my family. Yeah. That was like my big thing. So I just couldn't do it. I wasn't equipped for that type of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I guess.
1: Yeah, you know, and that's correct. The people that can do that, like get home from work and just Grind another four or five hours. I guess, yeah. Thinking back to my own, like, I guess I could have done that, but I just viewed it as, and you know, I'll do two hours in the morning. I don't know. This is not going to be with just everything I do, right? So, yeah, I guess that's a good point.
0: Yeah, that was kind of where I was at. But I mean, I get it. Like, everybody's different. I think that's why this this program was helpful because it worked for my strengths, I think, and, and allowed me to to accomplish my goals.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Well, let me look through my list because we've kind of already touched on everything. And then you you also mentioned because another thing we redid the probably what you watched back then was the study hacks videos is what we called them.
0: Yeah, that that makes sense.
1: No, it's our pro course. Yeah. Okay. And we've kind of changed how we present it all. I think is more coherent, but we also include this idea of like the key ingredients. Okay. Like your study process. And the way that I got that idea was doing all these interviews and I realized that every person they mentioned the same like five or six things. Okay. And and one of them is at some point people have some form of like writing things in their own words. Yep. And and you mentioned that you did that.
0: Yep, I did. Yeah.
1: So could you just kind of re-say that part like how did you do that? Was that when you studied on the weekends or
0: Yeah, so that was any time I was actually doing Wiley lessons, which would be like If I was going to do Wiley lessons, it might be like, I'll do one before I go to work, or I'll do one when I get home from work, or I'll do one during my lunch break at work. And it was never more than like one at a time, unless it was on the weekend. And then I would try to just be like, I've got some dead time right now. I don't, nobody's doing anything at all. I can probably crank out a few between like nine and noon and still have my entire day. And in those cases, I'd have my notebook out and I would really just like try to write down what they're saying and try to like diagram what, what they're saying in the video. But I would never pause the video and I would never re-watch anything because it was like, I'm just pushing forward. Yes. Not going to yes. look backwards. And then when I got the multiple choice questions, because there's always questions after each lesson, if I got one wrong, I would always write down the nugget of information that I needed to know. To have gotten that question right. And I would like put a big like star or different like shape next to that comment. So if I'm flipping through, there's just like every page, there's like a couple nuggets of like information that I needed to know to get a question right that I didn't know at the time. And it's like if I would just like flip through that notebook, I could fill my brain with all of my weaknesses, like really quickly. So that was like my strategy. And it paid off really well because even if like I needed, I sort of crammed before reg. Because it's so much information. And it was like I took my notebook that was for reg and I was like each day I just went through every single page and I found those points where it was like, you need to remember this because if you get a multiple choice question on it, you keep answering the wrong answer because of this like little complex, stupid little thing. Yeah. That like if you were practicing text, you wouldn't know it because you do that every day. But I got to pass this exam, you know, Mm -hmm. so it was my fourth test. So I really didn't want to have to come back and take it again. I did an extra little push.
1: Yeah. I mean, you just described like in a nutshell. And so in these new videos, we refer to that when you go through a lesson the first time we call it, you want to view this as like planting the seeds. Mm. You're not trying to master it the first time through. You just go through. And I, I like what you said. You don't pause the video. You get whatever you get out of it. The first time and then you don't like look back because obviously to spend this inordinate amount of time to master each lesson you're going to do that 200 more times like you're going to forget huge portions so it's much better to get a basic understanding and move on but then you're going to be re-hitting everything as you do the you know studying throughout the day listening to the audios over and over right it just the layers get added on instead of trying to master each lesson as you go and then not look back at anything yep so yeah, that was the perfect explanation.
0: Yeah, that works. It's all probably all human psychology at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it does. It just it makes more sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so I guess yeah, my last question would just be even if it's stuff we already covered, what would be your top two or three tips to people that are currently studying?
0: I think number one is push forward. Get you need to cover like the material. If you don't cover the material and you get a big chunk of questions on the test that you didn't even look at, going to probably get them all wrong. And that's going to destroy your confidence. And potentially, even if it doesn't, it may be not enough to get you over the 75% hurdle. So you just got to push forward through the material. Like that's number one. I think number two is like multiple choice questions. You just have to do multiple choice questions. You have to do them as much as you possibly can. And you have to do them throughout the day. Like you can't just do it like one point during the day. uh, Because at least for me, if if you're like me, you need to keep touching on the material to like stay motivated to keep touching on it. It's almost like doing or like just do it like, you know, the Nike slogan is actually the easiest way to break procrastination for me. Because if I do something, then I'm going to be like, I'm doing it. I'll just do some more of it. And then if you just keep touching on it, I kept doing it, and so I didn't get caught in that like negative feedback loop. Yeah. So I guess that's like sort of multiple choice questions, and then I guess for me it's like just do it, do it multiple times a day. For me, I had to Uh, even on Sunday if it meant like looking at my notebook, like just opening my notebook and reading through it. Doesn't sound like a lot. Might only take me fifteen minutes. But now I studied for the CPA seven days in a row, and I have Monday starting tomorrow, and I know I'm going to be doing my normal routine anyways. And so by not taking a single day off, but at no single day did I work to the point where it felt like difficult or burnout, that is what pushed me to be able to pass off for in such a short period of time. Otherwise, I just would have all these different like escape latches to like not study. Like, oh, well, four hours, you know, I'm gonna have to do like 10 lessons like that's gonna take me so long. So I guess the three would be push forward, multiple choice questions... And multiple times a day, every day. Yeah. Those are my three
1: tips. Yeah, it does. And that's another thing. It it just makes sense. Like, If you're faced with a four-hour solid block of studying every day and you miss one day, then what? You're going to study eight hours the next day? No, you're not. No, you're not. But chunking things down to like five minutes at a time there's no dread factor to that exactly and then you get a little injection of motivation yeah like do it again exactly instead of facing this huge obstacle every day that you have to overcome mentally
0: yeah exactly and that even those five five, little five minute thing like that could turn into 30 minutes of studying like on accident, which I would never accidentally study in my old approach, like for more than I needed to. Mm-hmm. Like if I got done with that, the last lesson, it's like, oh my God, thank God I'm done with that. I don't have to look, <laughs> right. Right until, I don't have to look at that until tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh man, I got to look at that tomorrow. Like I don't want to do that. <laughs> yep. So it got rid of a lot of that sense of dread. Cool. Well,
1: yeah, I love hearing stories like this. I'm so happy that our stuff could help make that big of a change. And maybe people's spouses don't always realize how big of a deal this is, but how happy were you and your wife when you just ended up getting them all done in four months?
0: We were both really, really, really happy. She was extremely happy too, because like she knew that this was like a challenge for me for a long time. Even like my parents, every once in a while, like if I was home like on vacation or like the holidays, you know, my dad would ask me about it. And it was like embarrassing at a certain point because it's like Oh yeah, you know, like I failed like again. Yeah. And he's like, you're a smart kid. Like, why don't you just like study harder? And it's like, well, it's kind of a hard question to answer. Right. Like, why don't I just go be the CEO of a fortune 500 company? Like (laughs) if I'm so smart, I don't know, dude, like it's hard. (laughs) Yeah. It was like a huge relief. And yeah, we were both ecstatic that I was done. And then I immediately got promoted to manager, which was really cool. Awesome. And I set my office up on like March... 13th or something. Like it was a Sunday. Mm. And the next day was the stay at home order. (laughs) I actually haven't like worked in an office. Yeah. Because I was like in a cube and I got promoted and I set my office up and I was like, this is so tight. And I had like a really cool view of like Chicago river. And the next day I worked from home and it's been that way since March 2020. (laughs) So
1: yeah. At some point, what is your company saying, by the way, are you guys going to go back this year sometime or?
0: Yeah, I think probably they're not saying anything definitively, but I think sometime like in August or September, I really want to get back to the office. Like I have a hard time staying like on task if I'm not like around people Mm -hmm. and like getting motivated by people and like working in teams and going to the conference room and like spreading stuff out. Everything right now has been digital because like I just don't have the space and man, I just looking forward to when we go back like my wife and i were fully vaccinated now because mm-hmm. like as soon as it opened up to just like normal people i was just like signing up as quickly as possible because i want to get out see yeah. people and not you know be worried about spreading you know COVID or whatever so right i think it will probably be going back to the office in uh, august or september would be my guess nice like after the summer and like I think that there will probably be like an encouragement that like if you are going to go back to the office, you should be fully vaccinated. Which by then, like everyone should have had an opportunity right. to go get a vaccine. Yeah. And I know like some people can't get it like for health reasons, which is why ever people who can get it should, because it like protects all of us.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I'm I've had one of two so far. Oh, nice. We did the same. We got it as soon as we could sign up. So I think I get my second one next week.
0: Oh. That one was a little rough for me. Felt like crap. That's what I've heard.
1: Did you get Pfizer or Moderna? Uh, Pfizer. I got the Moderna one. That's just what we got once we showed up. Well, we've gone through everything. Thank you for signing up to do this. Yeah. This is going to be a really valuable one. That's kind of, it encapsulated just my core idea to people is if you just study correctly, it doesn't have to be this torturous process. So yeah, I appreciate you sharing your story. And congrats on being done and getting manager. That's awesome.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Honestly, congrats on your success with your program and helping everyone. It's been awesome. Yeah. Thank you. So that was the interview with Ben.
1: I'm sure you found that very helpful, if not entertaining. I just love the fact in his story that when things started really clicking for him, he was pretty much primarily studying from his phone. And just the contrast, again, in how hard the process seemed the first few years, and then just when he had, just basically by viewing the study process differently, he just got completely different results, much faster, with much less stress, time, and energy. It's just a great example of what's possible when you view the study process accurately, and then you tailor your study approach to fit kind of that view. It doesn't have to be this all consuming, just terrible process. So again, for some of the specifics, as you heard, the first thing he saw was one of our free trainings. Go to our main site at superfastcpa.com. It's the main thing at the top of the homepage and you can sign up for one of those free sessions. It will not be a waste of your time. I can promise you that. The other thing is if you found this episode helpful, Share this with someone who is working on their CPA exams as well, and then if you have time, it would really help if you found the podcast in your podcast app and left a rating and a review. Thank you for listening, and we will see you on the next episode.